Welcome to the Jumping Through Hoops podcast series. I'm Hannah Charlotte. I'm a multidimensional entrepreneur, marketing, media, and mindset wizard, and mum of three. And I have set this podcast up in order to serve and support you in your journey of entrepreneurship. Enjoy. Okay, so welcome back. This is episode 63 of the Jumping Through Hoops podcast. And I'm really excited today. I am speaking with Tasha Wall. And Tasha Wall, I have been following you for a little while on Instagram because your videos and your content, it just kind of gripped me. And I sort of, I'm watching your stories. Oh, you know, you've got all these beautiful different hairstyles all the time. You're kind of doing all these like, and I'm like, who is this? <laughs> and, you know, I've been, as I say, following your content for a while. And I just was so excited when you agreed to do this episode with me. So I'm just going to introduce you. So Tasha Wall, based in Canada, and Tasha Wall describes herself as, I'm just going to get this right, a psychic supermodel, master channel and healer. So Tasha, what is that? Yeah. Okay. So actually this is kind of exciting because it's bringing me back way to my roots. So it's like, why do I call myself the psychic supermodel? Because when, since I can remember, I always wanted to be a model. I always wanted to be a supermodel, but I grew up with a bit of a weight issue. Like I had, was a little heavier back then. And I basically just got denied from all the modeling agencies. And it, And then this is where the healing part comes in, like my psychicness and my healing abilities, because what I help people with is many different areas, like men and sex, nutrition and body, and then business. And they are very much connected. So my dream as a girl was to be a supermodel and I didn't fit the statistics, you know, in the nineties, it was Cindy Crawford. It was like the, the heroin chic body type, six feet. And so because I didn't fit that body type, there was various kind of problems that came up, which was number one, my choices in men. So my self-esteem was really low. It kind of made me settle just in all areas. And it also prevented me from getting to wear my dream outfits, to be honest. I mean, of course I could wear them, but what I mean is wear them and rock them with confidence. So my weight problem formed all of these problems with my relationship with men and I just kept choosing the wrong ones over and over again and so I broke up with this guy he broke my heart he cheated on me whatever and I decided to lose the weight and I was like I'm gonna be the model of my life I'm gonna be so hot and so unstoppable and then I created this personal training brand which back in the day I was helping women transform their bodies so that they could be the supermodels of their life. So that every girl who ever wished that she could be like that girl could become that version of her own hotness and own self. So that's really where the foundation of everything for me comes from. Um, I, I find every problem I've ever had in life has gone back to men and sex. It continues to go back. So <laughs> happened was I healed that relationship with food, which really was, I was eating to shove down emotions of like neglect from men, essentially. Right. So feeling not seen by men. So then I would shove down with food and then alcohol, and then I would act out and like put on a show at the bar and this and that, and like flaunt around. And I found myself in a lot of temporary relationships. And 
by really seeing this connection between a temporary high with food and a temporary high with men and sex. That feeling of having what you want in that moment, but then there's a sacrifice. Mm-hmm. It, the sacrifice was extra pounds and no callback. <laughs> that was the so wow. eventually, yeah, I healed all of that. Yeah. So was there like a defining moment when you just thought, okay, this is what's happening and you kind of correlated the two and kind of made that sort of connection with, okay, this is the reason that I keep attracting these men. This is the reason this same thing keeps happening to me. Was there like a moment that you actually just, that kind of hit you? Was it like over a process of time, you know, or or is it just like a moment where you just realize yeah, it took a while actually. So like back then, because I've been happily married now for 15 years, but back then I didn't have the tools I had now. So I was kind of just taking messy action. Yeah. But what I do in my brain is I was like, I'm going to make a deal to myself that I wait three dates to sleep with a man. And the first time I did it, I met my husband and, you know, here we are. <laughs> So that was the decision we could call it, but then years and years went by. And as I started to grow, I'm like, oh shit, that's why I was attracting men like that. Oh, that's why this was happening. Oh, that's why, because I was a binge eater as well. Like I had a full on binge eating disorder and I obviously had to heal that. And we can heal that with practicals of like, okay, do this instead. But then there's emotionals in addition. So here's where it starts to twist up. And what I really want to talk to you guys about is the relationship between men and also money Mm -hmm. and also, okay. So I broke up with this boyfriend who broke my heart, cheated on me over and over. And I was like, F this. So I got a plan. My plan was eat this way to have this body. And I did it. But the problem was I didn't go into the emotional piece. Mm -hmm. So the plan worked until it didn't work. (laughs) And yeah. then way back and losing the way back and this and that. So I finally like really healed my relationship with food and that was all good. And then I realized I started doing it with money. So I stopped filling gaps with food and I stopped filling it with men. And then all of a sudden I was doing it with money. So instead of binging on men and binging on food, I would binge on spending things and overspending. Mm. And then it goes a lot deeper into healing of like, why do you do that? Because I call that, I I like to call it a bad girl archetype. I kind of invented these two archetypes. There's the good girl and there's there's the bad girl. So let's see, this is something I swear to God, pretty much every woman is doing or has done. So the good girl, she really doesn't speak up for what she has to say. She has problems saying, hey, I want to text back. She has problems receiving a date. She feels like she owes, like if some guy takes her on a date, she feels like she owes a kiss or he takes her on three dates. So now she owes a hand job or like, she can't just receive this and that, like, that's the good girl. She very much dims down herself. And it's like, she becomes whatever the man wants her to be. And she's like, oh, I don't want to ask too much. Like she's a, she feels like she's a burden. So what she does is she's maybe shrinking with men and she's not standing up and like breaking rules. So what she does is she breaks rules with money and food instead. Okay. Do you yeah. see how we're just ping-ponging? 
Yeah, so it's kind of like it's a distraction, isn't it, from like doing that inner work almost, you know, I think I can totally resonate with what you're saying after going through a whole like two, three year healing journey of my own and realizing all of the patterns myself with past relationships and men and other things and actually, you know, finding another distraction. So, you know, I can totally resonate for me. It was like creating another business and another business and another business because I'm trying to find a distraction, anything but to look at myself and that inner work that and that healing that really needs to be done before I can really move forward. So I totally, totally resonate with what you're saying. And I, I you know, I'm sure other people will start listening to this and think, aha, uh-huh, yeah, that makes perfect sense because honestly yeah it really does make sense and yeah I think more and more people are kind of waking up to it waking up to their own healing journey or that some people are just being forced onto that journey without you know it could be something that pushes them into it but yeah talk about this topic for forever couldn't you about that inner work but uh, yeah the the way that you have pinpointed that and and made that correlation is yeah it's groundbreaking Yeah, well, even let's look at this. So like if you said in the past, like old you, your method would be to like burn that business down and start this business, burn that one down and start this one. That's probably because what you would do is break up with the guy and get a new one, blow that relationship up and get a new one. So you have a specific pattern on how you rebirth yourself and how you move on. And what you do is you blow up the old thing and you start a new thing to basically prevent boredom, essentially. Right. And so what kind of sabotaging things do we do to prevent boredom? And specifically with men, this is where women really sabotage themselves is they will confuse intense emotions with passion and attraction, Mm -hmm. which is not love. Okay. Like love is stable, secure, and safe. Yeah. It's not, oh, I'm so like having an orgasm, 10 of them. Every day. And what will happen is we'll get whisked away in the high of the love or the fuck boy or the man who makes us feel like we might lose him. Do you know what I mean? It's very not like we're a trophy, like, ha, got it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But for how long and how, how much is it going to take to like maintain having him? Mm. And so that's exactly what we do is we will attract chaos or fuck boys or, low finances and dips. Like if you have a history of an emotional relationship going up, down, up, down roller coaster, you probably do that in your bank account as well. Mm-hmm. What do you, when your emotions go to a low, do you go and fuck the guy? Do you go and eat the cake? Do you go and buy the $300 pants? Cause we're doing something to get back in the high and it's all to avoid the low or the boredom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what you do is Stick around a little longer when you think that man is boring. He might just be steady. He might just be fucking there for you. Yeah. And and t- everything you've just said is is totally like, is the roller coaster that I've actually been on myself, you know, with my husband in our 10-year marriage. We we actually almost broke up last year and and you know realizing that myself you know there was unhealed stuff from childhood that I hadn't addressed and I was chasing chaos the chaos you know and and actually love as you've just said is it's meant to be safe and it's meant to be stable it's not meant to feel chaotic it's not meant to be that up and down up and down as you've just explained really well (laughs) and 
because you can be in this healthy marriage and your past men from 20 years ago are still affecting you because I had the same arguments with my husband is, and when I stopped trying to get my husband to essentially be a woman, like, what, you're so small-minded. Like I'd get so mad at him when he would want to be in like routine and structure and rules. And like, you're so small-minded, you're so negative. And actually, literally his purpose is to create safety and regulation. And I was, I was legit trying to change him out of that. And like, like actually essentially shoving down his divine masculine. Yeah. Is hot. Dependability is hot. And until you see that, you're not going to attract a man who has your back, who texts back, who makes it his life purpose to make his wife and family his everything. Mm -hmm. If you safety, you can't handle a man who's going to be like that. No, no, no. Amazing. So, uh, you know, (laughs) I think more and more people need to hear this. Women, you know, especially need to hear this. And, oh, you know, when I think back to however many years ago when this was me, this was totally me. And I was, as I say, chasing and chasing, it was the chaos and it wasn't healthy. And, and you're saying about the food, you know, for me, I didn't binge eat, but I just, I didn't eat. And I remember there was a moment, um, as a must've been 15, 15, 16 years ago now, possibly, but I went down to sort of seven and a half stone. I look back at pictures of me then and it, you know, it was such an awful time and it was like, I just didn't eat. Um, But I think people need to realize, women need to realize that that chaos isn't healthy and it's stability. Yeah. And that tells me that you were probably a little bit more in the good girl archetype because the not eating is avoidance, right? So you can again, look at, okay, not, what do I do? do I binge eat or do I avoid? Because if you avoid, you're probably a good girl. You probably don't like confrontation. You probably don't like arguments. So you're doing anything to prevent the argument, but then you, you avoid, avoid, avoid until you can't take it. And then you blow it up until yeah. you're at your very last edge. Like, oh, I don't want to burden him. I don't want to stress him out. I don't want to this. I don't want to that. Now the bad girl, what she does is she immediately blows up. So she immediately lashes out. And that's also not good, right? We want to find that really beautiful balance of like, okay, I am firm and I know how to stand up for myself. I know how to ask for a sale. I know how to get what I want. I know how to tell a man what I expect. And I also know how to be soft. I'm not a doormat, but also I'm not like going around like with this big revenge and anger, like F him and F this, right? So Instead of blowing things up can we really just add on to our life mm. yeah absolutely and and so can you just talk about a little bit about the work that you do so do you work specifically with business women or do you work with all women that are kind of dealing with this in their lives so can you talk a little bit about how you help women and support them in that especially in receiving you know money as well and how they can kind of transition that that relationship with the masculine into receiving the money and the the success in their business yeah so one of the things that I'm kind of a master at is being non-niched which means I have many different offers and the reason why is because I don't blow things up I add on so every time my business has rebirthed I've added on a new strand of my business right so now for example fitness was my background instead of blowing that up and leaving it behind it just became all passive income 
it just became evergreen, right? So my active income is with a lot of entrepreneurs. It's not limited to, but it is with a lot of entrepreneurs and kind of like my specialty, my really core values relate to your relationship with men and sex, how it affects your business, your body and your bank account. Cause it does. We've already made the here. It does. It just fucking does. And so I help you to also be a mom at the same time and also be a wife and also be a boss while like somehow holding all of it and staying connected. Cause that is the challenge. You can kill it for a second. Can you kill it long-term? So that's one of the things that I help people with is like results, like every dollar made is a dollar forever. Every relationship made is a relationship forever. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the thing, you know, I've got three kids myself and I know a lot of the clients I work with have children and and that is, you know, you feel like you're juggling all of those balls and how do you, how, how, sometimes the question is just, how do you juggle it? How do you stay connected? As you say, how can you have the good relationship? How can you have the business? How can you have the bank account? And how can you be the mom? And, you know, I guess the question is how, but obviously you've just talked about how, going back into doing that inner work and and kind of being open to receiving and trying to kind of heal those wounds I suppose and but also you know how to ride energy so like you've got to look at where the energy is the strongest right so like let's say it's the weekend and you're in mom vibes the hardest possible thing is to pull yourself out of mom vibes into work but you do have to work right Mm -hmm. so what you need to learn how to do is because you can't like be with screaming kids and then try to sit down and like write a really potent post about spirituality. (laughs) Like it's not going to work. So what you have to learn how to do is extract lessons from your life, which then will apply to your business. So like, let's say you're with your kids, they're teaching you all the time, right? So you're sitting with your kids and you're noticing, huh, what feelings are coming up right now with my kids? I noticed that I'm feeling this and this and this. These are like my blocks or these are my symptoms that I'm feeling. Now, how do these symptoms apply to what I teach? So if I'm noticing I'm feeling really overwhelmed and claustrophobic, how is the person that I'm teaching in my business experiencing this as well? And what is my solution and what am I selling with it? So you're taking almost your own kind of block or problem that you're experiencing in your life and you're making it make sense and you're making you're making it connect to your marketing and now you've just lived in your life noticed what your kids were teaching you and then you're applying it now to what's going on in your business and how it makes sense so you're not being in one energy trying to pull yourself out of into another you're literally using your family and your life as a marketing tool yeah yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. So it, it, I suppose it takes some getting used to. It's kind of like leaning back and kind of trusting that wave, as you say, and riding that energy and not forcing yourself. You know, I, I know I in the past I've been guilty of doing it. It's like forcing myself into work mode when actually, you know, as you've explained at the weekend, you've got the kids around you, they're screaming. It's I know. And then they're sharing and selling too, right? Like you could do it where say the weekends you're with your kids and you just document your life and share your life. And that builds connection 
that builds love, that builds community, but it doesn't necessarily sell. And this is where people get off track because they get so overwhelmed that they just do a bunch of fluffy sharing and like videos that don't really bring any value to the client. You have to connect it. So maybe it's like when I'm in mom vibes, this is what I do. When I'm in mom vibes, I sell my hot body mom program. That makes sense, right? Yeah. When I'm in vibes, I sell my business program. When my kids are at school and I can do my hair and makeup and like look professional, I sell my professional thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, so many entrepreneurs now are multidimensional, you know, there's I, for one, you know, can resonate there because is when someone asks you, what do you do? It's like, oh, well, I don't know how to explain that one. And, and I think so many are now having to adapt and, and add, you know, as they um, evolve, add more branches on to what they offer. And as you said, I, again, totally resonate with that because it's like, OK, I feel really aligned now to talking about this topic because I'm in that vibe you know and, and the same you know I'll document things with my kids and I'll talk about parenting or I'll talk about something to do with if I'm in like the fitness vibe and feeling like sexy and why I might I might do a little TikTok with my hula hoop or something like that you know and I, I totally get that so what you're sort of saying to people is feel into it and and don't force it basically feel into how you're feeling what you're doing in your life at that moment and use that and ride that Yes. Ride the energy that's working. Don't fight against it. Like if I'm going through a sexual awakening with, and then I'm going to sell my sex program. It's so funny that you're like, it's hard to explain what I do. Cause like, does your husband know how to say what you do? It's my, my husband's like, I never know what to say when people ask what you do. <laughs> I just <laughs> masterminds. <laughs> I've, I've kind of given up now like so I'm trying to explain it I'm like I'm just known as hula Hannah like oh yeah I'm just hula <laughs> I hula hoop but it's like yeah and you know riding energy thing it's the same thing again we can apply this to anything so what is the program that's already selling continue to sell that what is the thing that's already popping continue with that what are the meals that you know work for you continue with those like instead of trying to like oh this isn't working let me focus on that this is stagnant. Like that is the recipe for frustration. You think that, oh, okay, this ball is rolling. So let me work on this thing that's not working. That's exactly what you should not do. You should focus on the thing that's working and grow that. Yeah. Yeah. Totally makes sense. It really does. And yeah, I hope I hope people listening and sort of taking this on board because it really does. It's just feeling into that, and I think you know when you're in alignment, you feel it, don't you? It's a different energy entirely when you feel like this feels good. <laughs> it doesn't feel forced. It feels natural, and it feels good, and it feels like where I'm meant to be right now. So, can you just talk a little bit about some of the techniques you use specifically around healing that masculine I think that's something that I think a lot of women would be really interested in hearing is is any techniques or tips that you obviously I know people can work with you and, and we'll talk about that in a minute how they can do that but is there anything that you can share with us as to what you do what sort of work you do with people to help them heal that yes okay I love talking about this because it's so juicy so this is where the spiritual piece comes in so let's say you're working on healing masculine is in letting men in. Now you can be in a healthy marriage and you can be side by side with your husband. That doesn't mean you're one. Okay. When we're looking at spiritual connectedness, you guys are one. 
a long, for a long time, me and my husband were side by side. We weren't one. So how do you do that now? So here's one little tool that you can do. So let's say you picture the man. Okay. So whether it be your husband, your future man, what I want you to do is step number one, look past his human shell, like almost look behind his skin and tap into his soul. And then notice what you start to see. Like, is there a color to it? Is there a feeling? Is there an, an essence? Is there a, um, like your husband feels very direct. He feels very driven. He feels very focused, very like he knows what he's doing, very technical. And his soul shows up as green, for example. So you're tapping past his human into his soul, like who he really is. And just to help us understand here why we're doing this, these assets can feel frustrating when we are someone who's really free. Like, why do you have to be so structured or so technical or like, so we're tapping in past and we're connecting to his soul. And then we're going to, you want to picture the soul. So maybe it'll show up as a green energy or a feeling. And then you want to pull it into your body. Cause yes, your brain knows it's safe, but that doesn't mean your body does. Mm. So you can pull it into whatever chakra you feel called, whether you feel to pull it into your heart or your puss or your head for you. I see it going in your heart really nicely. And then you want to notice what happens when you pull it in? Like, does it immediately go in? Like, what's the feeling, not the emotion, not like, Oh, I, it feels sad or it feels angry or it feels happy. The feeling. So is it a bubbly feeling in your chest? Is it a rigid or a sharp feeling? Is it a liquidy? Is it a warm? Is it a yours? It's like a little popping and a swirling feeling. And when, what you're doing here is you're actually just skipping your brain and you're actually just letting him in without having to have a big conversation about it and a counseling session and this and that. Not that there's anything wrong with those. We like those. Those are for your brain, right? Like a complete aligned marriage is where your brain feels safe, your body does, and your soul does. We don't want to disregard the conversations, but sometimes they don't go anywhere. So you're pulling the soul into your body, however you feel. And then the goal here is to keep it in there. See how long you can hold it. What happens? Does your puss start to clench? Do you open? Do you close? Do you get hot? Do you get cold? Do you get clammy? And if you guys can, this is a really good tip for the listeners. Like let your body start to make decisions. Notice your body's reaction. So when you go to make a purchase, does your pussy clench or open? Do your shoulders shrink down or perk up? Does it shine bright or does it go dark? Same thing. When you're thinking about a man, look past his hotness. Does, does his soul look dark or yellow? Does it look bright or does it look dim? Does it feel cold or does it feel warm? And what that allows to do is grow our senses. So even you can smell them too. Like again, your, your husband feels very manly. He feels very masculine. He feels very strong, good shoulders good chest. Those are a symbol of his ability to hold. So you can, and I'm using my psychic nose to sense that. Wow. So yeah, we do it to ourselves too, yeah. to tap own essence. Like if I were to start smelling your soul, it feels floral. It feels open. It feels welcoming. It feels cleansing. It feels pure. 
Oh, it's really interesting. <laughs> I love it. Wow. I'm going to go and try that in a minute with my husband. I'm going to You can ask your husband too. I don't know if he'll answer because like my husband's not very spiritual, but sometimes I'll get him to play these games and I'll be like, we'll decide. We'll make it like, we'll be like, oh, my husband's not spiritual. But every now and then I'll be like, Richard, what does my soul smell like to you? <laughs> like, smell my heart and tell me what you smell. And you know what he said? He was like, it smells like a loaf of bread. And I'm like, <laughs> what does that stand for to you? And he said, warm and welcoming. Somehow that was a way better compliment than like, you look pretty. Hmm. Like yeah. I was like, oh. <laughs> I love it I absolutely love it so how did you sort of discover this was it I guess you just channeled it yeah you kind of channeled this and it's it's like an intuitive feeling that you just got um you know I I, I think we all have some sort of gift don't we we channel things in different ways and and obviously that sense of smell and that sort of seeing that aura and the colors I guess is is something as a gift that many people have so how and when did you realize that you could use that to help people heal that masculine and help with their relationships, I suppose. Yeah, well, gifts are very much something that you can literally teach. Like you could sit down with someone and teach them how to use their spiritual nose in a second. Some people catch on on faster, but like I, I do work with healers, but also the best thing to sharpen your gifts is with your clients. So it's good to have somebody leading the way to help you and then practicing them with your clients. And then it just gets sharper and sharper and sharper. So in short form, it's having a teacher and then practicing really in short form. Cause you, there's also taste. There's also the visions, right? So we'll all have a natural, um, like for you, I feel it very much as a feeling in your body, specifically in your heart. Um, but we can open up other pieces because here's the thing about being when you can do that. It's so like, let's say if you're talking to the clients, it's one thing to be like, you know, what it feels like to me is this and this and this. And it's another thing to be like, it feels like this. And this is my vision. And this is how it also tastes and it smells. And then all of a sudden the client goes from like, oh, I think you could be picking up on this to like, oh, that's my ex-boyfriend right? You want to be able to nail it from 72 directions. Mm. Yeah. So do you teach people as well how to use, obviously you're kind of helping them, guiding them, you know, but do you actually help them kind of strengthen that gift in themselves as well? And sorry to ask all these questions, but once you've kind of discovered that with them how do they then use that to heal how can being able to smell the partner <laughs> if they're like a loaf of bread or not um what color they are how can they use that to then go on to heal that relationship or how can they use that or whatever it might be healing that masculine or their relationship with themselves or with money or whatever it might be how would they then turn that into something yeah. So that's a really good question. Cause it's like, okay, yay. I have all these gifts. Now what? <laughs> and that's what we want. We don't want to just have gifts. We want to also be rich and wealthy and we want to use them for something. So 
this is what I teach my private clients with, but what you can start doing is ask your sense of smell or taste or touch specific questions. So like, let's say if we wanted to apply this to your work, we can say, okay, let's start smelling the audience. Let's start smelling my Facebook audience and let's see what it is that they are, what's attracting them to me. So for you specifically, it's your on video presence. Like when I see them, it's the eye contact in your videos. So what I'm doing here is I'm using my spiritual abilities to be your audience right now. And I'm looking at you through the eyes of your audience and they're very captivated they're very like, they love your intelligence and your feminine and your softness. So now what I can ask them is, okay, so now I see what attracts them to you, which it's your appearance in your videos. So that doesn't mean they're going to buy though. Mm. Right. So then I might go a little bit deeper and I can say, well, what makes them keep at, what makes them keep watching? And then I see family for you. I see the fact that you also have a life. You're also a mom. You also have three kids. I see again, videos, you cooking with your kids, you on a little family vacation, showing your lifestyle, showing the hotel you went to the Airbnb. I do see your husband there. You're giving him a peck on the cheek. So you're showing them your happiness. So the next question is what makes them actually buy? Mm. So what makes them click that button? Cause like, okay, cool. Now I'm attracted to you and I like your life doesn't mean I'm going to buy anything from you. Right. So what I see is it's a sharpness when you're actually coaching. So this is where it's really important for us entrepreneurs to show that highlight of ourselves where we are in action. So for you, it's an extraction. Like I see one of your specialties as when people have a block and what they have to say you'll just say it for them. you like, oh, it's this that you're thinking. And the reason why, just so that you know, cause like it goes by gifts and your specific gift is to tune into their heart, to see the things that are in their heart that they don't even know that they want or desire. So what you do is you skip the block in the throat. Cause you're probably like, oh, how does she know this? And you're connecting your heart to their heart and you're connecting into what they really want but you're helping them verbalize it and bring it to life and then giving practicals and actionables. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> right. That all, how, literally, how would I know that unless I was using my intuition? So what you guys want to do is open up a convo with your intuition. Like, okay, intuition, what's preventing people from buying? So like for you, in your marketing, people don't see the sharpness. Mm. They only softness, the, the good girl, which we like because it makes them feel comfortable and welcomed. They're not seeing your power and your potency. So everybody can ask themselves that. Mm. What is not being seen? Because just my intuition with you is it's, it's happening behind the scenes with your clients. So how can you bring that power and potentness to the front of the scenes? You've got to grow those balls and own what it is that you're doing. Yeah, you're spot on. Absolutely spot on because actually, <laughs> and I, I don't think I've really ever had a conversation with you. So you wouldn't really know that what I do, like apart from the hula hoop and stuff, you know, but with clients, I help them find their purpose, you know, that they don't even know that they have yet. They come to me to 
help them discover what that purpose is and then turn that purpose into a business and and that's where you've just got that spot on with like they they're not able to see it and that for me I, I know as my gift is being able to see what their purpose what they're meant to be doing and wow <laughs> and here's the thing of why because there's being gifted and then they're selling your gift it is not the same thing so for example it's one thing to be like I help you find your purpose I've heard a million people say that and it's another thing to be like what I help you do is when you feel off in your life like things just are not landing like why is it every guy is like an eight out of ten why is it that I have all the pounds off except for the last 10 pounds. Like I'm just a quarter off the mark every time. And I'm, it's not that I'm not on track, but I'm like three quarters satisfied all of the time. Why is it? I can't put my finger on it. And what you do is you put their finger right on the fucking button. <laughs> and like, Oh, finally. <laughs> Oh, amazing. I, I love, I honestly love what you're doing. It is fascinating. And I, I haven't seen it anywhere. I, I actually have it. You know, there's a lot of coaches. I follow a lot of mentors, a lot of healers, and you are unique. And that's kind of what drew me to you. And I think having that gift is so amazing. And, you know, thank you as well for sharing that because, and thank you for all the work that you're doing with, with people on their healing journeys. Um, Wow. <laughs> this has been well, here's the is because when you're like, there's no, I haven't met anyone who does this because there's a difference between teaching thought concepts and using your intuition to dip in and out of it. Like a lot of people have a concept that works for them and then they apply it to everybody and add some intuition. What I do is I actually literally go into your body. So I take away all my concepts because they're irrelevant to what you have, like what's going on with you. And I channel you. So I'm not channeling a concept. I'm literally channeling just you. Everything else I've learned doesn't matter, really. So, and enhancing the gifts so that you can do that as well. So I'm excited for you to like try your spiritual nose on. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna go downstairs and have a little sniff around. It's two. <laughs> like when you're like st real stuck with a kid. I know like my youngest, he likes to fight. <laughs> he likes to fight and he is a shutter downer. So his answer will be, no, do you want to do this? No. Do you want to do that? No. And so you can use your senses to be like, okay, what does he actually need from me? Okay. How do I go from here? Cause like with someone like that, discipline doesn't work. He doesn't give a shit about discipline. It's softer, the better. But then my other son is complete opposite. So you can use this sense everywhere. Wow. Yeah. I'm left like speechless. So can you now explain how people can work with you in what ways they can work with you? Obviously, you've just explained that you are multidimensional. You do a lot. But obviously, you started with, you know, fitness side of things and obviously the body. But yeah. Can you just talk about some of your offers that you're offering currently? Yeah. So when we talked a little bit about the men and the sex and the good girl and the bad girl. So like if you have a low sex drive or you can tell that you're not letting men in or you're having explosive fights with your husband or you're not, you're avoiding fights. That's the good girl, bad girl. So that's a program I call, I have called exhale. So it helps you heal your relationship with masculine, but 
also converted into cash. Remember, you're like, okay, well, what do you do with these tools? That's what it does. So it gives you tools on how to get out of your head and actually into your body, like spiritual tools. So it's pre-recorded. And so that's $333 right now. It's on special. And then if you want like, okay, I really want to have like amazing gifts and use them to get rich and benefit my life and find my dream man, that would be more like something that actually has focus on me. So my mastermind, my private coaching, something like that, which I always have something like that. So that's really like, I'm ready to build an empire. I'm not just ready to like, what's my next masterclass or what's the next man I want to date. It's like, no, I'm ready to find the man. I'm ready to my empire. That would be like my active stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. What I'm going to do in a minute is share all of your links where people can follow you on Instagram, obviously find you on Facebook and also your website as well. And I'm just going to list some of the offers that you've just shared. And um, I would really urge anyone to go and follow Tasha on Instagram because her content is it's just out there. I love it. It's, it's wild. And it is, oh, it just makes you feel empowered watching it. You know, it's like, oh, I'm watching you in like all these like beautiful, like bra and like panty sets. And I'm like, oh, it's making me feel I'm going to go and find something now like that to wear. <laughs> I want to see that sharpness. <laughs> I'm going to stop recording now to Facebook so obviously in a minute if anyone's got any questions and they do want to comment or anything on um the Facebook recording then please do so um but I'm going to stop recording now and go on to our zoom link so thank you so much, Tasha. As I say, all of the links and information will be in the show notes of this episode. And please do follow Tasha. Thank you so much. Thank you for taking the time to listen to me today. I do hope my information has been useful in some way. Now, if you have enjoyed listening, then I would really appreciate if you leave me a review over on iTunes or any other platform that you are listening from. Thank you.